Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. What's up, folks? CB here. First episode, 2022. Wednesday, January the 5th. This episode brought to you by our friends at Vicious Fishing Line, reminding you it's time to fish, so get vicious and hook into the catch of your life. Visit getfishes.com and get out there. Let's go. It's a new year. Time to catch that new PB for 2022. Got a great show coming up for you guys tonight. KG DX with me. I'm going to talk about Santa Claus, Christmas break, New Year's, all the good stuff. DX on his rookie pods. Brandon Pollock is going to join us. Talk a little bit about Hummingbird, Minn Kota, his rigging tips and techniques, as well as some goals for the 2022 season. And then we'll do a few news and notes later on in the show as well. Got a lot coming at you for the first episode of 2022. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. It starts right now. Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Boats, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks, to the first episode of 2022. I'm Chris Brown, along with social media ninja, Mr. David Jean, of course, Angler's Channel Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover. Gentlemen, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. How are you? You know, the holidays are over. It's time to get busy, and no better way to start than <laughs> the first episode of the year right here. I tell you what, busy has been my middle name. I have had a migraine for two weeks. I'm freaking out. But things are good, and they're only going to get better. Um, it's been 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 a fun ride so far. David, how's the New yes, Year sir. treating you? Uh, I guess pretty good so far. Uh, I mean, I, I heard you guys got more snow than I did. I mean, so I'm sharing some of the love there. But, yeah, I think we're a couple of days in, so knock on wood. Hopefully it keeps up. Uh, so hopefully that momentum keeps rolling the snowball and goes on from there. Don't know. You can't use a <laughs> snowball. What, what's the, what, what's the term I'm looking for? Metaphor? A, a snowball reference metaphor for guys in freaking Alabama, dude. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you, you can't do it. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, my wife and I went for a walk. I'm in a long sleeve t-shirt that I'm wearing right now. I washed it and a pair of shorts and I got sweaty. Sunday afternoon, I take a little bit out to go to the bathroom, and dude, it's gotten a little chilly. I said, well, I need to put my jeans and boots on. Sunday night, we go out, and there's an inch of snow on the ground, and it keeps coming. I'm like, David Jong, this is not <laughs> what I wanted to start the year off with. So, and, and the, Sending us the cold weather is not spreading the love, David. <laughs> no, David. That's not the way we grow the sport, David. <laughs> not the way we do it down here. So. It's- but, like throwing darts, something's got to stick eventually, right? <laughs> so, how was your Christmas break? Did we had we had a week off there. Uh, how was Christmas break? We did was Santa Claus good to you? Everything good for you? I know the kids were were, were taken care of. So, how about how about you and Lisa? Uh, yeah, for the most part, uh, I think like all three of us, well, uh, everyone here, uh, we 
I think we do a pretty good job of making ourselves very difficult to shop for. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, Santa Claus is pretty good. Uh, then uh, let's see here. Cause I, my wife is born and her birthday's coming up at the end of this month too. So I gotta, I can't put all my eggs in one basket. I gotta kind of spread it out. Cause it's one right after another in a way. So yeah. <laughs> I gotta spread it out. KG. I yeah. can't put all, I can't, I can't really celebrate Christmas. <laughs> Because her birthday's coming, I, I right? do, but I, you know, I, I just can't go all out because you know <laughs> I don't have the many great ideas. <laughs> nah, listen, I'm with you. Uh, I'm the same way. I keep a uh, I, in my phone. I have a you know in, in the notes of my phone. I have one listed bird, and so every time I hear something, see something, it's full of pictures. It's full of notes. I mean, so every every year I'm having to go through going. Okay, did she get this yet? And what's this? And we and she shares her Amazon wish list with me. So usually by about the third gift she gets, she's like, "Oh, somebody's been on Amazon." I'm like, "Well, I mean, it's all I got, right?" So it's all I got. If they just sold puppies on Amazon. We'd be a lot better off, but they don't. So KG, how about you? What does Santa Claus bring you? Any new glide baits or or rods and reels? No, no. I think what I got was before Santa arrived. Santa. Santa takes care of the rest of my family, and I'm good with that. Okay, good, good. That's uh, that's great. The new year, good. Everybody, you know, how, how, what time did you go to bed? Did you see midnight on on, on New Year's Eve? Uh, KG, uh, I did, uh, and it's probably the first time in the last at least three or four years that I that I did. <laughs> I'm usually asleep by, before then. Well, it, David, uh, how about you? Did you see it? Did you see midnight? Yeah. So, like for. Obviously, I'm. A, I guess all the three of us here. I'm the, I'm the night owl. I guess in a way where I tend to go sleep a yeah, little bit later. Yeah, but I, you, you're the you're usually the one I call when I get sleepy driving, <laughs> and you're always awake. So, but yeah. um, no, I did stay up. But I, 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 I don't know. It's I guess it's the old age is starting to kick in because it was a bit of a struggle to stay up. I mean, I was up to two o'clock in the morning because we were playing games and stuff like that. But it was a struggle though. It was a struggle. <laughs> it was a struggle. Well, my wife asked me about uh, about five thirty. She's like, "So, what country are we celebrating New Year's in?" Look at my watch. I say, "Well, in about thirty minutes, London will celebrate it." She goes, "Perfect. Happy New Year's. We're going to bed." And so nine nine thirty, I was out, boys. I'm sorry. I hadn't seen the ball drop here, and God knows how long. It's been a while, and that's okay. Because when I fall asleep, I wake up the next morning and it's it's good. It's uh it's a new year and, and things are and well. you're well rested, therefore it's I, a great Well, <laughs> I am. I've got a nine week old piranha that I gave my wife for uh you know, for, for Christmas. She's not really a piranha, she kinda is a little nine week old uh black female lab and um so yeah, usually about three thirty, we're up. We know what's going on with our day. And so uh, you know, it's um it's good, but no, she's uh, she's a lot of fun. She and Georgia Lou play and get tired out, and um, yeah. So I forgot we'd like to have a puppy in the house, and um, just watch where you step, boys. That's all I can tell you. So a little uh, little word of advice. Speaking of watching where you step, my God, David, coming on strong with the rookie podcast <laughs> to round out 2021, kicking off, kicking rookie off again. And, dude, I mean, if you didn't kick it in the ass, I don't know what to tell you because that was a great one with Alex Redwine. And I got three or four more lined up in the queue here. If you had a better producer, you'd be a lot better off, Buck. I'm just going to tell you right now. I am so sorry. 
Kenneth, <laughs> I, I, I was watching the downloads click up, and then I get a text from Kenneth going, you know, about uh, the 31-minute mark, you missed something. I'm like, damn it. I knew because you told me you had a commercial in there, and I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was, I guess I was lucky I found the first one, which was right at the beginning. But uh, but no, dude, I mean, congratulations. Great job on the rookie pod. The most downloaded rookie pod ever with Alex Redwine right there on the 30th. So congratulations on that, dude. I mean, kicking it in the head. My Lord. Who's coming up next? Who we got this week? I believe we've got a, a fellow Wisconsinite. Uh, well, he's what, maybe two two hours away from me, but uh, Jay Shakurit. Strike King and Loose Pro Jay Shakurit. Two, he's, he's two what? Away from you? Two and a half hours or so. He's not that far from like. Because okay, what I heard was two R's away. And I'm like, there's no R's <laughs> in your R's. name. Why is he R's? <laughs> you, you're working on that Southern have, accent. You ain't got down here yet. And you're, he's two R's away where he is there, K- KG. KG's only 30 minutes away from me, but, you know, David's like eight hours. So, but uh, that's that's good stuff there, David. I'm sorry. That's uh, that's that's look. He's turning. Look, we're making him uh, blush. KG, can't nobody see him awesome. but us. We're making him blush. Uh, so it's awesome. He, uh, he would he would he'll fit in anywhere. Oh, he would. just put him anywhere. He's he will. Just, he, he, he does a great job with it. That's for sure. But you know, a really good job on the uh, on the rookie pod so far. Uh, excited to hear more. And, um, you know, I was thinking about this. I've had some sponsors call and ask. They're like, is this a 52-week-a-year deal? And I'm like, it might be. It's the right price. It could be. So, DX, get your uh, get you some of that, that lemon tea going or something, something to keep your, you know, your, your, your throat warmed up and uh, keep that going, dude. That was, uh, that was good stuff. KG, what would you think of it? I know you listened to it. Uh, it was great, but I, I mean, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, you know, I've, I've seen the work that David has done since he's been working with you, and he doesn't surprise me with anything that he does. Everything he does has been great. No, it is. He, he does a great job and um, really, uh, really took the rookie pot on and, and, and really made it uh, made it a big deal. So that was uh, that was good. It I, is, I really I, I like I like listening to his interviews because he comes in a different direction than I would. And that's what that's that makes it more interesting to me because he thinks of things in ways that I don't think. Sure. And I, I, I mean, it's, it's cool. Oh yeah, no, no, you're right. It, it definitely is. It's definitely cool. So it's uh, he does a great job with it. And uh, I, well, he's sitting right here. We're talking about him, and he's we're sitting there looking at him. So, but no, you're right. He he does a great job for us. And David, thanks for all you do because you certainly. Hustle your rear end off here. I know I sent him a deal yesterday or day before yesterday on the Striking Pro Team Journal being announced, being on YouTube. And I'm like, can you post this? And it's like, where have you been? It's done. It's been up. <laughs> freaking look at social. But I've had my head so buried in live streaming the last, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks that I'm just, my house is full of B&H, B&H photo video boxes. I got cable strung from one end to the other. I got, I, you know, I mean, it's a freaking field day for uh, for a puppy in my house right now and we're losing cats and i mean dogs and i mean i've lost it's stuff everywhere it's it's ridiculous i mean it, it really truly is we've got a lot going on over here at english channel and that's a good thing so i do want to make this comment real quick though if you've got a tournament trail coming up i know some folks have still not decided on their schedule for 2022 but um you're kind of getting behind so if you've got a schedule david where do they send the schedule out to get it on our, get it on our calendar Yep. It's into D Sean. That's spelled D 
X-I-O-N-G at EnglishChannel.com. Dijon at anglerschannel.com. Send us that schedule. Let us know what's going on. We want to make sure we get you guys on the calendar and uh, whatnot. Did you guys, KG, did you make any resolutions for 2022? No. Uh, no. No? Okay. No. David, how about you? Um, I'm not sure. They're not really resolutions that they are just goals. You know, more like life goals versus, like, you know, like, oh, I got to get this done in 2021. But no. Not really. Okay. All right. What's a life goal that you that you want to achieve in 2022? Uh, Can you talk 2022. About um, scenery change. Okay. All right. If that makes sense yeah. in a way. Absolutely. Tease that. Absolutely makes sense to me. So that uh, that that, uh, that 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 is uh, that's a big deal. So, well, it is quitting season for a lot of folks. Of course, <laughs> January one. Right, not not that form of quitting, David, but uh, it is quitting season. Everybody knows January one, the gyms get full, and a lot of folks make resolutions to quit drinking, quit smoking, quit doing something. So, check out our friends at Fully Loaded Tobacco Free Chew, made from 100 percent clean and pure nicotine. If you want to get off of the smoking, off the cigarettes, off the um, really off anything that's bad for you like that, and you need someone to help you do it, you can check out Fully Loaded Tobacco Free Chew. They've got full, half, and zero nicotine options. So Fully Loaded allows you to control your journey and tailor it to your needs. And they're also going to be sponsoring the Fully Loaded You Pick 'em contest that somebody was too busy with other things to get it going for January. But starting in February, we'll kick it off with the Pro Circuit event in, um, in late January as we're going to kick it off. But they're going to sponsor that. So check them out, FullyLoadedShoe.com. Use code ANGLERS25 for 25% off your first order. So that's a big deal. If you're looking to get off the chewing tobacco, get off the smokes, check them out. Fully loaded tobacco-free chew to fullyloadedchew.com. All right, big show for you guys tonight. My buddy Brandon Polnick going to join us all the way from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Going to talk to him as he's getting packed up, uh, talk about some boat rigging, talk about uh, 2022 season. Um, little prep for that and uh, a few things with that. Talk about his show schedule coming up and then some goals for BMP fishing for 2022. Then when we come back after that, we'll jump into some news and notes, talk about a few big things going on in the industry. And then, um, yeah, we'll get you guys back on the water. So hang tight. Be right back with more right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Hey Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see, probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right, you know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great, let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity so I don't have any late day voltage sags. Plus they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid and they're practically maintenance free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay. You talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit 
ryanbatterycom slash anglers channel and use our special promo code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mention they also offer fast and free shipping? You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely On Lithium today. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging is here. Find out more at dualpro.com. And, of course, Kenneth, we pair that with our Rely on Lithium Batteries. Relyonbattery.com code Angler's Channel. Save you some money and free shipping uh, when you're ready to upgrade. Excited to welcome in our first guest of 2022, boys. My buddy all the way from Idaho, Mr. Brandon Ponick. BP, first of all, was Santa Claus good to you? <laughs> Santa Claus is good to everybody, isn't he? <laughs> well, it uh, depends. It depends. Kenneth Kenneth wasn't good last year, so I'm not sure he was good to him, but um, yeah, so Yeah. Let me rephrase that. He's good he's good to the deserving, <laughs> I guess. I like it. I like it. So uh, so was I, he good to you? He was good. Good. Yeah, I mean, Christmas is good. Um, kids and I don't do presents mm. to each other. Okay. Uh, because we don't think that you should have to only get each other something on a holiday. Because sure. someone said you need to on that holiday. Like, <laughs> for one, that's not really what Christmas is. And then, so if we want to buy each other something, we just do it throughout the year whenever we think about it so let me ask you this because well, let me ask you because i've been through all your social right we follow you of course all, all the channels and of course tiff and uh, i've known you guys for a long time who bought who the peloton <laughs> i bought her the peloton <laughs> did how did she take that but, uh great because she had been searching everywhere for them for months okay Months and months. And I, I'm sure there's other guys listening to this that are in the same situation. Okay. So she, she was checking Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and, you know, searching all over for trying to find a, a deal. But everybody was selling the used ones for pretty much what you could go buy a new one for. Right. And right. Uh, she texted me that Peloton was having a deal for like, <laughs> <laughs> two pairs of shoes and yoga mats and yoga blocks and and a and the bike that she wanted and all this stuff. I didn't even say anything. I just got on there and bought it. And I was like, there you go. Like there's but that's like kinda how we operate 
All right. Well, Christmas, so she just got it way before Christmas and called it good. I got you. Well, you know my wife pretty well, and you know if I bought her a Peloton, the first thing that came out of her mouth would be, so you're saying I'm fat. That's what I would hear, right? And then I've, and then I've got to work my way out of that, right? Doesn't matter if she wants yeah. one or not. That's what's going to happen. So. Oh no! I, this is yeah. I was in a good position that I felt like I didn't have to explain myself on this one. There you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. So, good holiday. Good, uh, you know, good New Year's. How's married life? Married life treating you well? They're treating me well. You know, the good thing is when you wait nearly 10 years I was gonna say. before you get married, yeah. like you date the same person for 10 years, not a lot really changes. Yeah. It's funny how that works. You know? It? So, yeah. yeah. And so it, uh, it worked out good. I mean, <laughs> our life didn't really change. I mean, changed more for her, right? She had to change her last name and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Good. I have no complaints. Good, good. Well, 2022 is underway, and like I said, we've been following. We all, everybody follows you on social. I think you know most of. If you're not following you on social, you're you're not a fan of the sport. I mean, that's just pretty much the way it is. But I mean, I, I've got a question. I want to talk a little bit about you know it's that time of year we're seeing everybody getting new boats, and we're seeing you know we just watched Carl on social load up his boat full of. Hummingbird and Minkota stuff, but you were doing yours a month or two ago, if not more. And, um, you know, we see everybody going to shops and having it done, but dude, you do this stuff yourself, don't you? I do. Yeah. I started that a long time ago. Uh, I just, I felt like there were a lot of advantages of doing it myself and being able to kind of go through the boat and the process of, knowing all the ins and outs. So as, as I was learning the rigging process, I was also learning a lot of, you know, the internals and different things of the boat. And then also learning, you know, the products and wiring and transducers and, you know, learning all these little tricks that then just made me more informed on those products. So if fans or anyone got, had questions, I could pass that information on. And that was before, you know, I mean, really kind of what kicked it off was before there were sonar pro harnesses and all, you know, all these different kind of pre-built harnesses for your drafts and your electronics. I was building my own harnesses. Right. I was running all my own wires, running bigger gauge wire. Um, and I, I think, this year was probably my seventh one that I've done by myself. Oh, wow. No, probably more than that. I've probably done eight of them now. Uh, and you just, you learn how you like to have it set up, right? I mean, I, I know how high I want my graph at the console or how low I want them. And if you just take it to a dealer, you have to explain that to them. But if you're not there sitting in the boat, sometimes that can get lost in translation. Sure. Sure, absolutely. I've been with you when you when you've been doing some of this because you've done it on the road for for a year or two there. I think yeah, when you started, <laughs> and we froze our rear ends off doing this. I think one time, and uh, I'm just glad uh-huh. you got the hummingbirds out of demonstration mode. That's all. I'm just glad you got out of that uh, that, that deal because that was that was fun to a little challenge there uh, for you. I know, but I would imagine too though if you're doing the rigging and you're on the water and something does go wrong. 
being able to pinpoint that pretty fast is uh, to your advantage. It's a huge advantage. And I mean, honestly, I, I just have less problems um, because I take the time to kind of double check everything as I'm doing it. Right. And, and if there is a problem that arises, Generally, I have it rigged in a way that makes it much quicker to access. You know, I don't have to take less things apart to access places, and I can identify that problem. Uh, and then it, it's easier to fix because of the way that I have it rigged. Sure, sure. So what's your uh, what's your setup this year? What are you going with? Uh, what units? How many? What's your, what, what's your advantage come? the elite series kickoff here in a few weeks. So I've got, um, Skeeter FXR 20 with Yamaha 250 show and running five Solix 12, five Solix 12, five Hummingbird Solix 12. Uh, I've got two at the console, uh, and three at the bow and the two at the console. I run mapping in 2d on my left unit. And then I run uh, Mega SI and Mega DI on the right unit. And then up front, I've got uh, two units side-by-side on a ProSize Outdoors mount uh, that we actually designed last year. We started prototyping it last year. uh, And I think they're launching it either this week or next week, but it's... um, it's a low pro mount that allows you to stack two side by side. And then I just mount the third unit right in front of those nice and close and flush on a single dash mount. And I just threw bolt everything either through the deck or through that aluminum plate on my boat. Right. And it, it keeps everything really tight and neat. Uh, and it's not blocking my vision when I'm driving the boat. And if, for some reason, I spear a wave up north or something. They're, those graphs are really protected by uh, the trolling motor in the bow of the boat. Right, right. Uh, so it works good. That way I've got mapping in 2D. I've got one graph that's just Mega 360, and one the front graph is just Mega Live. Okay, all right. You and Scott have been working for a long time together at ProSize. Y'all have been doing a lot of cool stuff together. So it's neat to watch that grow, watch his company grow. I've used his mounts for a long time in the past. And uh, it's uh, that's got to be fun to be involved in that process. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And he has such a, like, engineering mind. <laughs> He's always the guy that I call when – I have a situation where I'm like trying to think of how to mount something or fit something, whether it's on my vehicle or the boat. Or like, <laughs> he has so much knowledge of that stuff. I mean, he's built entire cars. And so it, it's cool to, you know, he was actually at my house when we started prototyping that mount. And I was, I had spent hours going through trying to figure out how to put three graphs on the front of my boat and have it be as efficient as possible, right? Without the least amount of weight, the least amount of clutter, um, you know, because 
10 pounds on the bow of your boat is not the same as 10 pounds at the cockpit. Oh no, not at all. You know, that, that makes a huge difference. And so trying to keep that minimal, but then also have it extremely durable. Cause I'm a guy that likes to make long runs, whether it's rough water or not. Not you. I've, and, ne- I've never known you to make a long <laughs> run for anything. So no, never a couple <laughs> thousand miles. Never heard of anybody. <laughs> Well, you know, but too also, I mean, I you would you would imagine. I know we've talked about this with you know transom savers and everything else, but you know, not only on the water, but then going down the road. You know, there's a lot of vibration, a lot of shock going through that boat all the time. You know, on equipment sure. and things. So, water water's a lot more forgiving than pavement. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, that's, um, that's cool. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, your, your 360 versus live. Uh, you've got, you've got, you know, a unit dedicated for each of that. Where do you use which the most, or are they both, you know, that big of an advantage for you? I know you've had this question a million times, but, um, give me your take on live versus 360 and, and, you know, when you use it and and what you use, when, where, why, and how. Hmm. I pretty much use them now simultaneously all the time. Okay. Uh, if if I was if someone had a gun pointed at my head and said <laughs> choose one or the other, I would still choose Mega Three Sixty. Um, just because I feel like overall it has more advantages. Um, because what 360 does is it allows me to see things without actually having to move the trolling motor at it. Right. Um, And the image that it draws is more of a sketchbook, you know, rather than like an extra sketch. Okay. And so it's, you're getting a, a different type of image, right? So for me, I can see how a grass line runs or exactly how a ditch runs across the flat. Um, or I can, you know, see where the hard spots are in the standing timber without having to move the trolling motor or do it. Sure. Uh, and so what that does a lot of times is when you catch a fish and you're just fishing down the bank, it gives you a better understanding of why that fish was actually there. Uh, and ever since I started using 360, it's helped me dial in those patterns and realize that every fish you catch has a reason for being there, right? Before we used to say, oh, it's kind of random. <laughs> but really, there's a reason for every single one. And 360 really allows me to be able to see that, the cover and the structure. And if the fish are really tight to the bottom i can actually see them better on my mega 360 than i can on live okay uh now where live comes into play is when you see something on your mega 360 and you're able to scan over there and say yep there's fish in that brush pile or yep there's fish on top of that rock pile uh you know and really where it really shines is suspended fish okay you know, if they're around brush or suspended around timber or suspended around bait that's where it really comes into play you know it's really cool to be able to scan under a dock and like 
see fish sitting out underneath the dock. Um, and so it's, they're two completely different technologies. Uh, and together, it kind of gives you a full understanding of what's there and why they're there at the same time. Are they are they making you a better fisherman, Brandon? Yes. Okay. I would say so. They give you a better understanding. Um, but you have to preface that with just because you have the technology doesn't mean you're going to catch them. Right. right. You have to have the basic understandings of the seasonal movements, right? Like you can have all the technology on your boat, but if you don't know where to go apply it, it doesn't do you any good. Right. Right. You know, so you, you have to have those basic understandings of locations and seasonal movements to know, Hey, I should go look in this Creek. This Creek has all the right things for this time of year. Um, you know, or if, if you don't know that, then you're just out there scanning around, just wasting time. Sure. Sure. KG. Well, you know, kind of along the same topic, Brandon, it's, you know, we, we've been hearing a lot of this kind of the debate of, you know, how far are we going with electronics and how much is too much. But I think what a lot of people don't understand, you know, we watch you guys fish on live and we see guys with their head down and, they say oh, there's a fish. Next thing you know, that you know they've hooked it, and brought it to the boat. But there is a a lot, a big learning curve in understanding these electronics and how to use them. They're not just automatic. You turn them on, and and the information is there. Um, I, I know you're a hummingbird guy. The hummingbird Mega Live hadn't been out real long. I'm assuming you probably got one of the first versions of it. How much time have you spent in really trying to understand this so you can interpret? what's on the screen because that's to me that's the biggest deal if you can't interpret what you're seeing it's really it's, it's going to be more harmful than good yep definitely and i mean you can there's a couple key points there like seeing the fish isn't super difficult um you know being able to identify the type of fish and then being able to identify whether or not those fish are going to feed is very important. And that's more difficult. And then probably the biggest learning curve is understanding how far your cast needs to be. And especially if it's right out in front of you, it's way easier. You start pointing it off to the side at you know different angles making those casts is a lot more difficult than you think. And if you have, you know, fish that are moving or roaming, it makes it that much more difficult, you know, because you constantly have to stay on them and then you throw any type of wave in the midst of that. And it, it can be very challenging. Uh, and so, and like when someone sees it on live, they're just, they're mostly just seeing the catching part of it. Right. They didn't, they're not seeing the 30 to 40 hours that the guy spent practicing to find those one or two schools that he found, right? Uh, you know, or the one or two areas. And so it's the, a lot of people want to talk like technology is just going to end fishing. Um, but that same conversation has been had over and over every time something new with technology comes out. 
the difference is I actually had this conversation early, earlier today with Mercer um, of like the fish are always going to win that like no matter what technology comes out, mother nature will always adapt. Sure. And I just, I just call them fun amplifiers because it, it gives me more advantage, <laughs> right? The, the fish always have the advantage. I'm trying to gain the advantage against the fish. Uh, and we'll never gain a hundred percent of the advantage over the fish. Uh, so it just, it helps you catch more fish if you understand the basics and how to apply it. But it doesn't mean that you can go spend the money on it, launch your boat and it drives you straight to the fish. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what makes the mo those moments so magical when it all comes together. And it's either a, a real big fish or, you land on that magical school and, you know, you catch a, a big five, five fish limit. You know, that's, that's the magic of it. We know how difficult it is and hard it is to duplicate. So when it happens, it's, it's almost like a magical moment. Yeah. Yeah. I will, uh, I'll never forget the first fish I caught on 360 and, you know, pulling up on a flat and you see it move and you throw it, you know, throw a swim bait out ahead of it. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, is you're hooked up and you're thinking, man, that's, mm -hmm. that's the most, you know, awesome thing ever but nobody saw like yeah. you said you know the time it took to figure out what you're looking at how you're looking at it what you're seeing and then how to dissect and use all that because at the end of the day like you just said you're not going to drop the boat in the water and just go right to them time on the water it's not going to replace time on the water is it no never no never never you know part of the interpretation he was talking about was first knowing and understanding you know, the movements of bass where they should be at certain time of the year and certain, certain, you know, lake or river that you're fishing. Right. That's what gets you to where they are. This is just going to help you pinpoint a little more accurately while you're, when you're there. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't have that knowledge ahead of time, then, you know, you're, you're wasting your time really. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. So what, uh, what else is, is new and exciting on your, uh, on your tournament office for 2022? Oh man, um, not a lot changing okay. in my in my fishing world. Uh, you know, really, this time of year, it's all about getting organized, getting packed, getting ready. Uh, you know, been doing some work on the RV, got the boat rigged up. You know, just making sure all the vehicle maintenance is done and. And then uh, just getting ready to hit the road, yeah. keeping my fingers crossed that Mother Nature doesn't dump too much snow between <laughs> here and Florida. <laughs> the um, I know you guys have been camping for a while and and doing that deal, and we, we've talked about that you know in in length before. But I mean, just you've got to plan because when you guys you, you said you were thinking about trying to leave on the seventeenth, but when you leave on the seventeenth, you're going to be gone for how long from home? Uh, we won't come home till April, which is actually one of the quicker trips that we've ever done. Uh, it just happens to be the way that the schedule works out. Um, but I mean, at, at times we're gone right. for seven months, you know, without seeing our house again. And you know, when when you do that, like you, it takes a lot of planning ahead of time to make sure you've got what you need you know, from the house. And it's 
it just takes takes time. You know, you got to plan your routes and where you're staying, and you know, you got to do a lot of that ahead of time. Thankfully, Tiff's really good at that kind of stuff. Uh, staying organized and on top of that stuff, where as soon as the schedule comes out, she will book every <laughs> campground, you know, at a tournament that we may be fishing, because a lot of those fill up super quick. Well, let's. I, I want to touch on this real quick because I've seen this in action, and of course I've been around you guys for a while. But you know, now you're married, so you're you know a, a bigger partner in life now. But I mean, you guys have been teammates for a long time, and I say teammates because she's never not doing something to help you out, whether it's putting you in the water in the morning, whether it's holding Kyle's camera when he's trying to get a snack, or I mean. I mean, I, you know, I always reflect back and think about this, you know, and when, um, when I lived in Scottsboro and you guys came through and your truck got broken into at Douglas and a bunch of stuff showed up at my house and she spent the better part of two days while you were out filming, building crankbait boxes. I'll never forget that. And just, you know, some of the, oh, yeah. of course I'll never forget the amount of trash you created as well, but I mean, just the, uh, I mean, she's always working to help you be better, isn't she? Yeah, a hundred percent. We run it as a business and as a team, uh, and you know, and that's what keeps everything flowing. Um, I have a really bad habit of trying to put everything on myself and doing everything, and she knows that. And so, where she can help, a lot of times she'll just do it because she knows that I'll just say no. I'll I'll do right. it. <laughs> Uh, but I'm I'm getting better at delegating <laughs> things and like taking some stuff off my plate. But I mean, we wouldn't be able to operate at the level that we do if we didn't operate right. as a team. Uh, you know, and that's really the only way to be able to do it and stay on top of everything. Because before, you know, early on in my career. I wasn't nearly as busy. I could stay on top of everything myself, but I just can't now. There's just too much going on. You know, you're pulled in too many different directions to be able to manage that time. Is I would never have any clean underwear. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know, my grandfather taught me a long time ago: if you wear if you wear a pair a day and then turn them inside out, you get two days out of a pair. So just FYI, just just let uh-huh. you know that. So that's that's that, that's an old trick. So from my grandfather. True. But so you talk about being busy. You said you got some shows coming up. Where where can folks find you the next few weeks? Um, so the first one is going to be um, this following weekend. Uh, I'm going to be in Collinsville, Illinois, at what I believe is the Gateway Convention okay. Center. Uh, I'm going to be there on Friday the 7th and Saturday the 8th. Uh, and then I'm scheduled to be in Chicago the 27th and 28th of January. And then, I mean, before that, I'm going to be driving <laughs> across the country to get my boat wrapped. And then right after that, I'll be hopping back in the truck and driving straight down to Florida. Um, I have uh, three weeks straight in Florida. 
and then we go straight to South Carolina, and next thing you yeah. know, we're in March. It goes by fast, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So, last last question here before we let you go. I know you're a busy guy getting packed up and things, but uh, give me some goals for 2022 for BMP Fishing. Oh, um, I mean, I always say that I want to win all nine events. Right. Whether or not that's realistic, that's always a goal at least aimed toward making the right decisions to do that. You know, and I, that's really, the older I get, the more I realize, like, sometimes, a, like, obviously I want to win a blue trophy in every single one. But sometimes you have small wins that happen at events where you may not be on anything after practice, but you make the right decisions during the tournament and you have a top 20 when you just as easily could have had an 80th place finish. And so one of my goals is always to have better damage control, you know, not having those big bombs, uh, you, know, you can, everybody should have the goals of, you know, winning in the lead event, winning the classic, winning AOY. Those are all kind of cliche goals, but I always want to try to try to make some sort of valuable impact on right. the sport. You know, um, that comes in many different forms, but have some sort of positive, valuable impact that you know kind of leads the lasting you no know, you you mentioned that you know a 20th place finish when you're on nothing in practice those are moral victories and personal victories that nobody mm-hmm. sees outside of you and maybe tiff and maybe a few other people but nobody sees that so that's a bigger deal than what people think isn't it oh 100 percent. that's what builds momentum a lot of times, uh, and, you know, and when you're, if you're following the sport just in, you know, through like Bassmaster or media outlets, a lot of times that's just covering the guys at the top. Um, and that was really a lot of the reason that I wanted to start the YouTube series that we did is because I wanted to be able to show not only the low points, but also those moral victories where like, and you saw like a struggle through day one. And then at the end of day one, I kind of started to figure it out. And day two, you crush them. And then day three, you crush them. And maybe you finish top 20, Uh, you know, and those, if if you don't have, you don't have that documented, then nobody sees that, you know, they just, all they see is the scoreboard at the end. They see the standings at the end, like, oh, he finished 20th. Like, yeah, he just had a decent event. But very rarely do they realize that you were in 85th on day one and then 55th on day two and then climbed right. all the way to 20th right. on day three, you know, type of deal. And so I think that's, uh, those are big in this sport because you're, it's a game of losing. And so having those moral wins makes it not seem like there's as right. much losing. And on back-to-back events, like you guys often have, that momentum is, is huge when you jump on the road and head to the next event, isn't it? For sure. It, just, it builds so much confidence. 
And you start the worst thing you can do in tournament fishing is start second guessing your decisions. Um, you know, the guy that usually ends up winning AOI at the end of the year, you hear him talk about like how just everything started to click. Like they just got in a rhythm and every decision they made was the right decision. A lot of times that's just because they're not second guessing. Like you just you think of an idea and you go do it and it works out. And, uh, you know, that's, you want to live in that space during sure. the season. Sure. David. All right. So I guess that's you're still kind of talking about good finishes and stuff like that. Um, one, I guess, new theme that's been going up in the last year, maybe or so is cut ice cream. <laughs> and David always brings it back <laughs> to reality for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. uh, who out of your crew looks forward to cut ice cream the most and what's the most either best uh cut ice cream you've had so far i love this this is awesome <laughs> um so if people are really confused i'm gonna have to like at least explain this a little bit because there might be some listeners <laughs> that don't know what cut ice, cut ice cream is it's not actually a brand of ice cream we get that confused sometimes People go to the grocery store actually looking for cut ice cream. Uh, cut ice cream. Sounds like an opportunity, Brandon. Hey, trust me. I am all over this. Like, Tillamook, they're right over in Oregon. Yeah, they need to hit me up. And I was, yeah, we need an ice cream deal. Try getting this going, but it's out there. If anyone listening knows any ice cream connections, there you go. Call I like me. it. But, Cut ice cream is actually when I make a cut, right? So top 50 cut, top 10 cut, uh, take the crew out for ice cream. You know, whoever's with us that week. Uh, most of the time, it's just me, Tiff, and Kyle. But sometimes maybe the boat driver, uh, the classic this year, I think we had 25 people wow. waiting wow. or so. And I bought everybody ice cream uh, when we made the day three cut um, just had a bunch of family and friends and stuff that were after the classic and came with us and that was probably some of the best cut ice cream we've had on the road I don't know if you ever had uh, like nitro ice cream never heard of it nitro but it's it's awesome yeah it's what was that place called um, cream creamistry Creamistry, okay. maybe. Um, so it was like a play on ice cream and chemistry, okay. I guess. But what they do is like they use, they pretty much build ice cream from scratch. Like they mix milk and everything, and then they shoot it uh, with like nitrogen. Maybe. So it's not one of them things that our uh, grandmother it's had, like right? The same thing they it do ain't one of them they, things that sat in the garage and spun around no. in the ice and the salt and all that. It's, it's not one of those deals, is it? No. Okay. No. No, this is like freeze your bones cold stuff. And it and they make it and it was amazing. It was good. So um, I would say so to answer part of David's question, who looks or who's most excited about it? It's Kit or Kyle. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I like ice cream. I like making the cuts more. <laughs> but the whole point of it was it kind of started as a joke because they were trying to buy so much ice cream so i was like look 
if you guys have this around, I'm going to keep eating it and I'm going to be overweight. And I was like, so we got to cut back on this. And like, we're only going to go get ice cream if I make the cut. <laughs> and, and then it just kind of started out as a joke as most things do with us. And then it actually kind of turned into a slight <laughs> following and a tradition. I don't, I think every single cut the last two years is when I got awesome. ice cream. That's awesome. So I assume we'll see Kyle uh, back on tour this year. You guys, you guys still plan on doing the YouTube series? We are. He's committed. Um, he's going to be on the road with us again, full time, filming all the elite events and the classics. So, yeah, well, another YouTube series. You know, Kyle's another one of those that I, I live vicariously through in his Instagram. I mean, that dude does it, doesn't he? I mean, he's got the life. So. <laughs> yeah, he he lives the life of a gypsy. The sailboat's my favorite, though. That's that's pretty classic, right there. I know he, yeah, he. It's sailboat's still in the water. There's snow on the ground. Lakes are freezing up, and he's holding strong. Still got the wow. sailboat in the water. Wow, that's uh, that's awesome. Well, brother, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. I know it's. Uh, very precious and valuable, and um, we have kept you way longer than I said we would. Please give Tiff a hug for us. Y'all be safe in your travels, and I uh, can't wait to see you on tour here coming up in right around a month, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming quick. And we'll All right, see you guys Thanks soon. so much. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. See you. All right, we'll see you. Well, there you go, guys. BMP, my buddy Brandon Polinick. I mean, just one of the best dudes in the sport, uh, I think, in my mind, anyway. And um, just you know, like I say, we like I always say, we can't have favorites, but he's always been a favorite of mine. So it, it would be hard not to like him. Uh, and, and you know, he, he talked about how he wants to leave an impact on the sport. And I didn't want to put him on the spot or embarrass him, but I noticed this past year that it seemed like at the end of every Elite Series tournament, even when he didn't make the final cut, which meant he stayed there an extra day, he was always there to congratulate the he, winner of the he tournament. Makes, he made that a goal. He may have missed one, but I, it seemed like he was at every one. I'm congratulating the, uh, the winner of the tournament. We should ask him about that because if, if I remember right, David, reading some of his social, that was one of his goals in 2021 was to to hand, shake the hand of everybody that won one and be there. And unfortunately for us, KG, he's picked up photography. So if he ever stops fishing, you know, I'm screwed. Not you. I am. But um, I don't think he's going to stop fishing anytime soon. But uh, he's 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 uh, he's – definitely phenomenal at it so he does a great job but um if you're not following brandon on social make sure you're following him bmp fishing on youtube of course brandon polinick on uh, p-a-l-a-n-u-i-k polinick is that right david poloniak yeah that's why that's how I, that's how i remember it p-a-l-a-n-u-i-k polinick uh brandon polinick um hell just type in bmp and it's going to pull up everything I mean, everything that you need to know right there. So, it's I just got one one last thing to say. Let's, Let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. That's right. <laughs> Funny story about that. I'll uh, I'll actually bring that up in our next segment here as we close out the show. So, take a quick little break. When we come back. We'll have a little more. We'll talk about some ins and outs and news in the fishing industry, and uh, get you guys back on the water right here 
Well, maybe back in the heat, rather, or keep you in the heat. I don't know. It's gotten cold now, David. So we've enjoyed summer again, and now it's freaking freezing. So hang tight. Right back with more Angler's Channel Insider. I feel like ISOCHILL definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue. And a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort, ISOCHILL, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for some news and notes brought to you by our friends at Hummingbird Electronics, Men Coda Trolling Motors, Talon and Raptors, Shallow Water Anchors. We just talked to BP, told us about his setup going forward. Five Solix 12s. Solix, did he say Solix or Helix? What is, I think he said Solix, right? Solix. Solix, yeah. Solix. Okay. Sorry. I, 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 I'm, it's, that was 30 minutes ago. Um, five Solix 12s. And, um, you know, it, it's like he said, it's everything's got a place on the boat. Everything has a job to do, right? What he wants it to do. So, and uh, if you've watched his Instagram stories or followed him on Instagram, go back and look at some of the posts he's made. He has got that thing dialed in. He knows every inch of cable that he's run in that thing and uh, where it goes, what it does. And, um, you know, one thing about him, he's he's persistent and he knows his equipment front to back, side to side, inside and out, which is the way you should be. Right, KG? Yes. And, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, I kind of wish I'd asked him this question when we had him on the phone. But I, I'm guessing, it, you know, knowing kind of how he is, how he's wired, I bet he has all the same size and style units in order to be more efficient. Oh, he doesn't yeah. have to think about what he's doing. No, no. All your, all your, your, your buttons, everything's in the same place. They all act and react the same way. If there's an issue, you well, know, he, he, it's just one less thing he has to worry about. Well, I was going to ask him because I, I thought crossed my mind, but that, but I already knew the answer, right? I was going to ask him, Hey, why not? just have one Solix 15 at the dash. Well, one, he can't see over it, right? But two, sorry, BP. But two, if he's got a 15 at the dash, if something goes wrong with 15, then if he's got two 12s and one of them goes down for some odd reason, 
He's got a backup right there. It's not going to slow him down that much, right? So I would imagine that's a reason why we see a lot of guys running two units. You run multiple units on the dash, don't you, Kenji? I do. So I like the I like the one big one, but that's just me. Um, and it's just you know it's it's a little you know less room for me or a little a little more compact for me. But that's just it, it's that's my preference. So but I don't fish like you guys do. Well, I just don't fish at all. David, I mean, let's just let's just let's, let's just be honest, right? So, I, I I I fishing for me is like my golf game, right? I look really good when I go and do it. I just don't do it very well or very often. So you know, that's that's kind of the way that is. So, but a few news and notes. We talked about this a few minutes ago. Striking Pro Team Journal. Uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning, pull up Kings of Bass on YouTube. And you can uh, catch the latest Pro Team Journal episode, PTJ. Um, you know what? There's a little. You know what? This is some. This is a little. We'll do a little trick step trivia here, in a minute. Okay, we'll do a little trick step trivia. Um, no, we'll get away. We'll do a little trick step trivia on this one here, and it'll it'll involve um, the striking Pro Team Journal. Okay, um, it'll be it'll be a two parter. All right. If you get them both right, the prize gets bigger. If you get one of the two, we'll give you an attaboy. Um, but uh, Protein Journal going to YouTube, coming off broadcast TV, going to YouTube on the Kings of Bass uh, channel. And that's, first of all, that's a badass name, right? It's been that way. And their videos are badass. So they've done a really, really, good. really, really good job with that. Yes. So PTJ on, uh, on YouTube, check that out. That'll be, that'll be really, really big. My boy Logan Parks. I'm sorry. Go ahead, David. Sorry, listen. Didn't talk to you. Dude, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Here's a resolution for you. Okay. <laughs> I have a resolution for David. What's okay. That? All right. Do you want to know what I know? Do you want to know what I see when you want to ask a question? This is what I see. Right. You ready for it? I see this. I see. I see. It's like right here. It's all right. KG, can you see this? It's like. It's Barely. Like, it's like yeah, exactly. Right. It's like right. <laughs> It's a little finger right at the bottom of the screen, okay? That's why I was doing this earlier. I know, right? I saw this, you know, and, and Kate, you know, all this. I want to get you two freaking airline deals. But no, here's a resolution for you, David. <laughs> What's speak that? Speak the F up, all right? If you got a question, damn it, speak up. Interrupt what? me. Say, you see me. Just what? boom, okay? It's about transitions, and, you know, I want to make Screw sure. Screw the transition. Like- I can't see your little finger down there, <laughs> <laughs> Freaking interrupt me, dude. Man. I mean, Chris gets on a roll. That's about the only way to do it. <laughs> Girl, that's the only way to stop me is to do that or tie my hands behind my back. You know that. So, see, I, Well, I know Chris is under a lot of stress. I, I don't know if I want to derail him from what, you know, if he's got, he's, you know, getting listen, things done in a certain way. <laughs> listen, I'm on so I, My stress level is so high. I'm on blood pressure medicine. Okay. Let's just, let's just do that. So, but, 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 but if Chris didn't have stress, he wouldn't get anything done. No, That's I wouldn't. Pushes you. I wouldn't, yeah. dude. I, I don't know what life would be like. You know, that's why, like, when I go on a cruise, I sleep for a week. I don't know what to do with myself. It's nice. Right. So, anyway, David, back, you, you were going to say, oh. Well, I was gonna say this is, I guess, you know, since you said you know, there was what uh, tricks up trivia, this is useless trivia about me. But um, I guess I came to know Chris through watching Pro Team Journal winning a contest. Oh before. God, you did what now? So way back when, when you were still over at uh, 
Strike King and there was, you used to do a, I want a prize pack from Strike King watching Strike King Protein Journal. Did you really? Is that it? That's the first time I ever found out who the heck Chris Brown was. What did, <laughs> what did, what did he send you? What did I send you rather? Uh, Anything? I, I was like, I think six XDs and that was, it was, a, it was a mix, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It was a, so I can't what remember was the, It was off of Facebook, wasn't it? It was off of Facebook. Wow. Okay. All right. Just. Useless trivia. That useless trivia. I like that. That's fun. I, I can't believe you remembered who you were dealing with back then. That's that's been a while. Well, there's only been two of us there. It's either me or Copley, one of the two. That's who you're dealing with there. So, but they're uh, doing a contest though. I think with their um, thing too, with their protein journal. So. Yeah. Well, I you know I had a uh, you know I had a I had a big warehouse to pull product from, so that was my my little tackle box there, which was a lot of fun. So, um, okay. Uh, well, what was I going to? I derailed it. See. God. Perfect. That little that little that, that little finger right there. Just boop, 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 you know? All right, Logan, my boy Logan Parks, how about this? Creates a scholarship, right? For uh for Auburn University Wardam Eagle. I mean, how freaking cool is that, KG? That's very impressive. Um, you know, when we've had Logan on, it, you know, obviously he's he's a stand-up guy, but you know, he's had some success and he's obviously trying to give back to the sport. And I kind of find it more interesting in the way that he's doing this. He's trying to do this. It's a multi-year deal that he's doing, but what he's trying to do is get other people involved to grow it. And and that's, I don't, I mean, I'm surprised he came up with the idea because it, to me, it's brilliant. Oh yeah. And doing it that way. I mean, instead of him just, you know, doing a short-term deal on his own, by him growing it, it's actually going to have the possibility of impacting a lot of people. So, if, if you're if you're unaware of this, you can go to our website and um, and find this. But a twenty six thousand dollars scholarship funded, founded by Parks, creates an endowment scholarship that will award a thousand dollars scholarship to an Auburn University bass fishing team member for the next twenty six years. Uh, Parks' goal with the scholarship is to afford student anglers the opportunity to compete for the bass fishing team and receive valuable financial assistance that will help them in the pursuit of a college degree at Auburn University. So, freaking rad, dude. I mean, how freaking cool is that? And people can still donate to it and add and, and add into it. Yeah, if you follow him on social media, he's really uh, been very consistent in trying to get other people to jump on board and do the same thing. Right. And, and, you know, that's kind of how, to me, that's that's the brilliant part of it, because um, in order to make this, you know, really an impact for a lot of a lot of people, a lot of kids, uh, it, it's going to take more than just Logan being involved. But he's kind of started it. it you know, sometimes that's kind of the hardest thing is get, get the ball rolling. He's got that ball rolling and hopefully some people will jump on board and and. As David mentioned earlier, get that snowball effect going. Yeah, yeah. Well, reading, reading a little further down, he says if we hit fifty thousand dollars, it'll be two one thousand dollars scholarship for the next twenty five years. He said, I really like to grow it where we can give three a year at about five thousand a year. So I'd like to be able to grow this thing to a point where it actually makes an impact on people's decisions to come to Auburn or not. So, and of course, you can if you're those, if you're interested, you can um, if you want to contribute to the fund. 
you can set up at Auburn University, make checks payable to Auburn University Foundation, and in the memo line for your check, write for Logan Parks Bass Fishing Scholarship Fund. And uh, we'll have the um, the website and stuff up where the, e- the address up is 317 South College Street, Auburn, 36849. So very, very cool deal. Um, congratulations to him. I mean, he won some money, put money back into the school where he just graduated. And, um, I mean, he's, uh, you know, that's what you do as an alumnus, right? That's what you do. You take care of those that took care of you to get there. And, um, yeah great dude so excited for him and and a very cool deal there so uh let's see what else we got um you had a couple other deals i mean we've seen some stuff come across social this week or the past two weeks then you've made comments on kg you're like man this is class act this is the way you do things timmy horton his last year with loose uh made an announcement um and uh whatnot and um there's there's right ways and wrong ways to do these things isn't it there and there's there's some of the ways you're going to burn a bridge really damn fast, and other ways that bridge is going to stay intact if not get stronger, won't it? Well, you know, it's 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 kind of interesting, and we've we've talked about this in the past. You know, we have anglers that we kind of you and I kind of view them as old school guys, and then we have uh, some of the younger anglers, some of the newer school guys. But and not all the new school guys don't understand the old school. A lot of them you know, have studied and understand how things go. But, you know, back in the day, there was just kind of a way you did things. Right. And, and you know, obviously, Timmy Timmy got in the sport a long time ago at a young age, and, and he, he had that background and, and understood it. And, you know, we see it in the way he handled this situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, big deal for him and uh, making a move. A lot of guys, David, making some moves uh, this year, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I believe what Chris Zeldane has some model. He no longer has a particular sponsor, but we'll be making an announcement sometime soon. The way it sounded, we, um, he's he's no longer working with Mega Bass. Is that right? That is correct. And I don't know. I know he he's like I know like I guess you know a new rod company that he's working with. But yeah, I know that's one that was kind of a shocker because there was a somewhat long term relationship there professional maybe even beyond um his i guess fishing at the top level too so but yeah there's that and then i'm trying to think of is there any other one because i know that everyone's been just since the new year now that it's a but new year kg you made stuff. the comment though that uh sorry i'm gonna step on you no, now no. david uh <laughs> you made the comment that they've 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 kind of moved part of ways with everybody but block it at this point right well, I, you know, we may find out more information <laughs> as we go, but it kind of, you know, it kind of looks like maybe some some of oh, more you, than just you know Aldean is left. You know, if they dropped him, there'd be a YouTube video up, you know, within three point two seconds of him getting that phone call. So, <laughs> I mean, my God, it'd be everywhere. But I, so. I will say this about Zaldane. You know, Zaldane has has had a pretty small um, group of companies that he's worked with, right? And you take someone like a mega bass who who has a little bit of everything, you know, it, it it could be at that level, it could be a detriment to an angler to not to not have other options. Sure. And it, it could this could be a lot of a financial gain for him being able to work with multiple companies and maybe have a little bit um, more say in you know future designs or future things. So um 
we always kind of look at it at, at our level and we hear, you know, guys talk about it, you know, you know, use what you, you know, use what you've always used or use what you like. But sure. to these guys, it's a business. Yeah. And sometimes you, you, from a business standpoint, you create, you know, a, a relationship with a company in order to help them grow their business or, you know, have an opportunity to maybe have, you know, baits with your input and your name on them. And there's all kinds of things that kind of work, work with this, but you know, these guys have to do what's best for their family and their future. And sometimes it means, you know, going away from someone that you've had a long-term relationship with. No, you're right. You look at, uh, uh, you know, an example of that was a couple of years ago with, uh, with Brandon. I mean, you know, made him move away from, from Barkley and uh, you know, went to work for Exxon. Uh, I actually went to Zoom, I think, I think at the time, and then made the move to Exxon because he knows he can have a bigger impact there, right? He can have more input, have more say. Um, and he has. He has. And it's not an ego thing. It's a, it's a, it's another way to, quote, unquote, grow the sport, right? And, and, and to right. make make products better. And uh, you see that with his alpha angler rods, right? I mean, he's had a lot of input there. And uh, so, yeah, you, I think you're going to see more and more of that from 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 these younger guys to be able to make those moves and really have a bigger impact because they can make the you know they can help make subtle changes in things and um, you know hopefully improve you know some product and probably you know do a, a, a you know make a an advantage for themselves if that makes any sense so could uh, could very well be so um, so yeah very uh, very cool stuff there David anything you want to interject there before I move on. I don't want you to interrupt me anymore. So, so. I'm just <laughs> no. Kidding. I'm just kidding. So, got uh, got a little deal for our buddy Vance. Um, we all know that Vance has been a Crocs guy, a Croc guy for a long time. I don't know if it's just a Florida thing or what, but I saw this over the weekend and uh, actually got picked up in a couple other places as well. But Crocs at one time was going bankrupt. KG. I don't know what happened, yep. but there's been but then there's been a resurgence of Crocs, right? I was at my son's basketball game last night. My daughter and I sit in baseline, shooting pictures, and like the girls' team walks out because like they got done and came out of the locker room. Everybody's wearing Crocs. Everybody's got a pair of Crocs on. I'll never own a pair of Crocs. You know? Do you KG? Do you have a pair of Crocs? I've never had a desire to have a pair of Crocs. Okay, no. David. I, I know you got paired. Oh, you got a uh -uh. you got a white pair, uh -uh. don't you? Nope. You know, like I, to me, I, I, it's I don't know what's worse. And I know like, the younger guys sexy. are gonna hate me for this. Is <laughs> Crocs or wearing slides with socks? You know the the, the sandals. Oh yeah. yeah. No no no. I know. I know. I, know. I, I yeah. I know. Those are two things. I'm like, I guess. Yeah. So my my son, seventeen. Got a pair of Birkenstocks for Christmas. Did not even know they still existed. Birkenstocks. I can't spell Birkenstocks. He owns a pair. I did not buy them for him. He owns a pair, right? So I'm driving down to Auburn yesterday, and uh, the, the, uh, they have an incredible mass media department there at the school. And so I pull up the uh, the YouTube page on my iPad. I was going to see who's winning the, the, the B team, JV game, right? And uh, then it gets in the girls' game. And so varsity team has to be there for both those games, right? And so they all sit baseline in some chairs. And, of course, my son's 6'7", 210. You can't miss him. Head full of hair like a damn mop. 
and you can't miss him. And so he's sitting there wearing a, a UAB sweatshirt, pair of shorts, and freaking socks up to his knees and a pair of Birkenstocks. I'm like, if it's cold, put a damn pair of pants on. No, Birkenstocks with socks. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. But we were all afraid that Vance was going to lose his shoe deal. and didn't have a shoe deal, but, I mean, if he did, it's with Crocs, <laughs> right? Crocs has announced that it's entered into definitive agreement to acquire Hey Dude, a privately owned casual footwear brand. You ready for this, David? For $2.5 freaking billion. Billion with a B. Hey Dude shoes. I've seen a bunch of guys wear them. Vance, if you're listening, buy a pair of Hey Dudes. Trust me, you will up your your chick game when you come to iCast tenfold. Dude, please, please, God, buy. You know what? I'm going to, Vance, if you're listening, let me know your shoe size. I'll buy you a pair of Hey Dudes, okay? <laughs> Before they go up, because Crocs will, Crocs will get them in the, the, the skyrocket. But 2.5 billion Crocs buys Hey Dude. Wow. You wow. know, Chris, at some point, you got to let Vance be Vance. Oh, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> years. Trust me. <laughs> Another reason why my hypertension is through the roof is I'm letting Vance be Vance, right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. So, David, oh, well, there's one more I got. I don't even know if I want to talk about it, but um, you guys, I love our group texts, our messages that we have throughout the week. <laughs> They're so much fun. MLF <clears throat> used to be called MLF Big Five. Now it's just MLF Five. Are they not big anymore? Or are they just MLF five? I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to. I listen. It's the first show of the year. All right. I'm not about to piss anybody off this early. Right. It's kind of like getting a foul in basketball in the first quarter, in the first three minutes of the game. Right. You only got five fouls for the game. I won't get one early. I don't want to do that right now. Not in the first show of the year. But MLF Big Five changed their name to MLF five. Thoughts? Care? Don't care? Moving on. Uh, you know, okay, I'll say what I said in the, uh, you know, in our text chain. I, it makes sense. You know, you're trying to simplify your your logo and whatever. I think eventually you're just going to keep cutting and get rid of the five. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's MLF. So, KG? I don't think the five will go away. I think it's the strongest part of their business. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. All right. I would love to know your opinions via the X-Zone hotline brought to you by Trickstep 256-535-3217. Light that puppy up. Let us know. We'd love to hear about it. We're going to do a little Trickstep trivia now, all right? And I want to know, and I do know because I was there, okay? I was there on the first show, the first ever episode of Strike King's Pro Team Journal where Doug Miner, then VP of Sales and Marketing, played the piano for the intro. I can still hear it. It was so badass. Let's do it on a loop for so long. Who was the first guest, and where was the first show shot? You can give me a state. If you know the lake, even better. First guest, first lake shown on Strike King's Pro Team Journal. 
And you know what? I'll even add, we'll even add a third little deal to it. What year? What year did Strike King's Pro Team Journal start? It was in January, but what year did it start? 256. There's two ways to enter. This is getting better and better, David. Okay. <laughs> two ways to enter. Exxon Hotline brought to you by Trickstep, 256-535-3217. Text me those answers. First show, or first per, or first 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 person on the show, right? So the first show had one anger on it. Who was it? What lake or what state was it in? Okay. And third, where was it? Or what what year was it? When did it start? January of what year did it start? There's three. Okay. And if you go to iTunes, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts and you got it, and you go to iTunes and you review this show for 2022, you review the show, good, bad, ugly, I don't care. I see all the reviews. If you review the show, we'll, well, review the show, we'll pick a reviewer. That sounds good, right? We'll give a prize. To win the Trick Step Trivia, though, I know I did. I'm, I'll make you up as I go along, KG. To win the Trick Step <laughs> Trivia, 256-535-3217. If you're not taking notes yet, maybe you should take notes. Who, where, when? That's a better way to put it. Who, where, when? Strike Kings Pro Team Journal, the first episode. Um, yeah, 256-535-3217. David, do you know? Do I, 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 I'm, I'm, I don't know, but I'm going to say 2000s. Don't, no, 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 David, no. I don't even know that. I don't even know the answer. Shut up. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to make our guesses once we stop recording. Wow. Because we can't, we can't win it anyway. So. No, you can't. You can't. But that's a really good try. Really good try, dude. Really good try. So, two five six five three five three two one seven. Strike King Pro Team Journal. Who? When, where? The more the more you get right, the better the prize is gonna be. I promise. So, um, I have to go down to the prize well, closet. And dig I something mean, out. our listeners are good. Someone multiple someone's is gonna get all of them. They're damn good, and that's so fine. You better you better come with the correct answer for all of them, for or you're not gonna win anything. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, uh, but yeah, who, when, where? Strikings Pro Team Journal, 256-535-3217. Guys, great kickoff episode for 2022. Thank you for being a part of the show as always. Excited for the year. Excited for 2022. Excited for David's change of scenery, maybe, hopefully, his goal, right? So, KG, what's your goal for this year? Do you have one? Well, I think I, I, think I sent you guys a text of this goal several weeks ago okay um I, I and we've mentioned i'm fishing the toyota series again central right. division so that's the mlf5 toyota series right yes okay gotcha. so sure. number one is don't fish chicken okay i like hot number dogs. two I, I fish hot number, dogs oh, oh sorry number, you mean chicken like like chicken shit gotcha i got you. okay i got you got you okay, sorry yes like scared yeah gotcha sorry um <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure that I do better on day two than I did day one. I like it. Okay. Um, and then qualify for the Toyota Series Championship on Guntersville. Ooh. 
Yep. Got to do that. Got to, that's, a, that's a big goal. That's a good goal. I like it. I like it. Let us know your goals, too. 256-535-3217. That's the X-Zone Hotline brought to you by Trickstep. Guys, it's been fun. As always, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show. David will pick a reviewer, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give some prizes out there. On behalf of our buddy, Mr. Brandon freaking Polinick. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. That's right. Here's my story real quick. My buddy Mark Pizer at Trickstep, big, big Brandon fan, right? Brandon Polinick, too. And so I'm in a gas station in Georgia on the way home over the weekend uh, from doing some stuff over there with my parents. Stop at a little gas station, the state line, going to buy some lottery tickets because, you know, Powerball's up there. Got to win a lottery. So we're playing the Powerball, and uh, I look down, and there's a Let's Go Brandon sticker on the counter. I said, where can I get one of those? And the boy said, you give me $3, you can have this one. So I gave him $3. Mark Pizer, you have a Let's Go Brandon sticker coming to you, courtesy of CB, for your shop. So let's go, Brandon. But let's go, Brandon Polinick. How about that? I like that, too. So let's go, BP. Guys, have a great weekend weekend. Thanks for joining us for the AC Circus. I'm Chris Brown. Put that life jacket on. Buckle it up. Y'all stay safe out there. KG, don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trick Step. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.